Welcome back to the Spiritual 9 to 5 podcast hosted by myself, Marie Groover of The Corporate Psychic. Here, everyone is a seeker and work itself becomes an opportunity for self-actualization. We are here to transcend our work through the mundane itself. And today we have a very special guest to talk to us about how we can optimize our physical space to achieve the goals that we set within our lives and work. If this episode resonates, share it with just one person, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating. JC Herbert is a former one-to-one client of mine and is also a participant in my experimental mastermind for entrepreneurs. By day, or sometimes by night, she is a neonatal nurse, and by choice, or for fun, by skill, or by intuitive calling, she is also a business owner. JC identifies as an intuitive guide and eternal spiritual student. She practices meditation, mindfulness, feng shui, reiki, and a multitude of spiritual magic, as she likes to call it, to achieve a sense of stillness in everyday life. Her intention is to help you find your own stillness in your mind, your body, your home, and your connection to your deepest and truest self. Her business is called Still JC and she offers home energetics. Today, we are here to talk about what home energetics is and how it can benefit you, although I should say how it will benefit you. After working with JC in a one-to-one capacity and after witnessing her passion, her skill, her integrity, and the level of devotion that she has to her work and to expanding her knowledge, I couldn't not book a full home session with her And now I could not recommend her services enough. She is going to tell us so much more about what it is she does. And I'm so excited that I get to share this interview with you. So JC, tell us, what is home energetics? Home energetics is first an evaluation of ourselves and our home. And then it's the optimization of that space of the home and integrating it with the self and the energy between the two using feng shui and other spiritual magic that we weave in together. Tell me about the other spiritual magic. There's a lot in that. I practice, like personally, I practice a ton of different modalities and you know, I've taken a bunch of courses and things just in my own life that I was practicing on a day-to-day and would talk to people about and they would be so interested and I feel as though they only add to the energy of self and of home so um, that might include Reiki meditation herbalism Mm. like certain teas or you know the magic of nature the magic of the earth these are all different types of magic that you know I lean on and infuse into my home environment that bring me peace and um, harmony in my daily life so it could be a lot of different things within that spiritual magic but it's all personalized to whatever I'm needing the moment if I'm doing it for myself or if I'm working with a client whatever they're needing to become their best self Mm. how did you get into this or how did you like not just get into this but like how did you decide to weave all of this together too well working with you First and foremost, I mean, we were talking a lot about my spiritual business and what I was offering and 
just how I think when we first you were first getting to know me and I was talking about what I do and you're like wait you you do herbalism like you have a garden and people are asking you about feng shui advice and you know oh you're certified in reiki I was just like yeah 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 <laughs> and I read the records and like you know just kind of like I guess it's just the way I live my life and you're like why if people are asking you for this like why aren't you putting this together and like offering it as a whole thing and so that's how I created home energetics because I could just call it like I could just do feng shui Mm -hmm. and and just offer feng shui for people but there's so much magic in the universe and one of my values is wonder and I just like wonder at all of this this magic around us and I love to infuse that together within the home energy and within the energy of the client or within myself home energetics is it's like this beautiful interwoven and tangible quilt we could say like (laughs) tangible thing tangible offering that you bring whereas like and and I love it so much because you you weave in all of the things that you know do study that are both physical so I would say like herbalism slightly more physical because there's like something that we're working with right like something that's of nature and also intangible like reiki like the akashic records and like feng shui is I would say both tangible and intangible. And what's really cool is not only are you blending in all of these beautiful skills that you've learned into one thing and offering that to another human uh, or to many humans at one time, but you're doing it in a way that's like tangible and able to be experienced in everyday life, which I think is really cool and really unique. Um, because I don't think a lot of spiritual businesses offer something like that, right? It's either tangible or intangible. And most of the time it's not, it's intangible. It's ethereal, right? We can't touch it or feel it, but we do experience it. So what are the benefits of home energetics? First and foremost, it's just feeling good about yourself, feeling good in your space, just that feeling of positivity, of optimism, um, of, of balance, ease, flow, harmony, peace, being calm your energy or the energy that is in your environment that surrounds you impacts you as an individual and those around you so much more than we realize or give credit to. And when we are able to live in harmony with, with our environment, we open ourselves up to like limitless potential. Like so much is available to you when you are feeling good like you are just in a flow and you have that balance and you know you're connected to yourself to others to your home to the universe to nature like it's really limitless um the way that you can feel in your home is so important to to optimize I think yeah I think we just discredit it or we just don't think about it enough yeah Um, so many benefits and you can, you know, using feng shui and all of these other things, we can bring in opportunities, we can call in abundance, we can call in helpful people, we can call in partnership, we can enhance existing partnerships, we can be intentional about every aspect of our lives, and really, you know, get the life and create the life that we want. It is extremely underrated. So just speaking as someone who's worked with you, um, and then through working with you, with TCP, learning so much about what's even possible. And so as you're talking now, what I'm thinking about is 
you know, oftentimes we talk about how important our environment is for success. Um, and by that, I think typically what we mean is the people that we spend our time with, right? Like if you want to be um, something that I've read so many times is like, if you want to be wealthy, you spend time with wealthy people, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you want to be successful, you spend time with successful people. Um, and then the people like the, the six people that you spend the most time with are the people that you end up being the most like. And I think that this is so true, but we often forget the places that we spend the most time and how they make us feel, you know, and our home is that place that we're supposed to go to in the very least for like safety and security and to restore ourselves and to feel good and feel comfortable and feel lighter. And I think so many people are maybe missing out on that or could optimize that more because they don't realize, you know, how important it is to even just have like a clean space um, or how shifting things around in the room can make the energy flow a lot more easier make us feel a lot more calm and at ease um like one of the things that you told me and like here even like the walls behind me the doors in front of me like command position in the room it's wild how much more safe secure confident I feel sitting here at my desk as opposed to sitting in the other room with my desk where the door was behind me and it is a total subconscious thing but what I found is that whenever we're in a position that subconsciously drains us it takes actual effect in like tangible and conscious experience that we have. And that's like, that's chi. So in feng shui, we call energy chi and everything has its own chi. So you have chi, I have chi, our, our own homes have chi, our pets have chi, our plants have chi, everything has chi. And when your subconscious is constantly on alert, like if your back's to the door, like you're talking about, if you're not in command, it's just slowly draining that chi away from you. It's just like a drip. Mm. Like uh, every time you're sitting there and you're, you might not be thinking like I'm on edge that someone could walk in at any moment, but you subconsciously are <laughs> on edge <laughs> that something could walk in and scare you or, you know, just intrude your thought or just distract your focus. So that's just like a constant drip of your energy. And it's just a drain over time. Oh my goodness. Yeah. As you say that too, what I think about is like, Imagine working for eight hours in an office or anywhere and feeling your energy drain as you're physically exerting your energy with other people or um, during tasks and then to come home into your own house where you're supposed to restore yourself and be in a position where you're actually draining yourself even more. Think about people who are like chronically tired or fatigued and I'm now kind of like, huh, I wonder if having poor feng shui, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but having like not great energy set up in their home could also be part of that, you know, part of contributing to that constant feeling of tiredness or constant feeling. Sometimes people will talk about constantly feeling dread or anxious. Um, could feng shui help with something like that? And Absolutely. One of my favorite feng shui books is, I think it's called Health and Feng Shui. Um, I'll send it to you so you can link it. It's so good. It goes through all of these different like systems, all of these different things that you're experiencing. Like you're talking about like anxiety, depression, um, like even things like cancer symptoms and um, like things like that and how you can use feng shui and the energy of your home and um, to uplift you and to help you kind of heal from the inside, like using the energy around you to heal. Uh, I love that book so much. I, yeah, I highly recommend that book. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I'll add it to the show notes. How do we restore our personal chi then? How can we raise our energy levels? That's like one of my number one 
tips when people ask like what can I do for like okay give me your top three things like for feng shui and I'm like okay number one is yourself right like your chi is your lifeblood it's your prana like it's the the your breath it's what's keeping you alive it's important to maintain that um and to build it up in ways like meditation exercise good nutrition um just stillness like you know finding that time for reflection being intentional about your daily activities going on walks in nature connecting grounding um having loving connecting connections with others these are all staying hydrated that's my favorite one because it's the one we <laughs> personally <laughs> always neglect. You can't out train a poor diet, just like you can't out feng shui poor chi, like mm. poor personal chi. Like I could feng shui your entire house, but if you're doing nothing to improve your personal chi, like if you're just constantly going to be in a negative, pessimistic mood, like you're never going to feel the effects of that, like positive energy around you in the feng shui. Mm. Like you can't, you can't out feng shui like. <laughs> negative energy within you um and so even just like that that doesn't mean that you have to be in top like chi state to receive <laughs> feng shui like at all it just means that you know you need to be intentional about your own chi as you're living your life so personally the way i optimize my chi is daily meditation that's a non-negotiable for me um and walking outside with my dog and like connecting with my dog and my partner in my home. Um, those are things that really uplift my chi. Like a hug, just mm -hmm. a hug can help your chi. <laughs> oh. And just petting an animal can help your chi. Like there's so many ways. Um, and you don't have, again, you don't have to be like top chi state to, <laughs> to, to live a great life or to like feel good energy. Um, but just have like a glimmer of, mm -hmm. of positivity in your daily life. In uh, each day, it builds upon each other. So it's consistency within those practices. What comes to me is, you know, you said you can't like, you know, feng shui your house. And if you're not in that state that you need to be in or in that state where you're able to receive it, it's not going to do anything. I think this is the beauty of home energetics as a whole, because for you, as you work with people, you can really help people identify practices that will help increase their personal chi as well on top of you know, the actual layout of a home or the items placed in a home. So wait, what are the other top two? You said there are top three things. What are the other two? Um, I always talk about the front door mm -hmm. and the bedroom. Ooh, tell me more. Okay. The front door in feng shui is the mouth of chi. It's kind of what they call it. So it's the first impression of your home. It's where all energy comes through your home. It's where any opportunity, any person, abundance, any energy that you're calling in moves through the front door. So optimizing that area is really important. And just to clarify, I really mean your front door, like not the door you come in all the time, like not the garage. If you come in through the garage or like you come in through the kitchen or the back or something, like it really is your front door. Um, I know a lot of people don't use their front door as much. Now that so we that have would like be, more modern modern homes. Yeah. So that would be the door that's like closest to the street or closest to like, like where your address is. Ah, okay. Perfect. Yeah. The bedroom should be optimized to support you. I mean, this day and age, like I know so many people with sleeping issues and mm -hmm. I think about that all the time. And when people are talking to me about how difficult it is for them to fall asleep or stay asleep, 
they're not comfortable or they wake up with like anxious thoughts. I'm like, oh, I would love to punctuate your bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I love it. I don't offer unless, you know, I'm asked, but I just think in my head, I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder what the feng shui is in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm curious. So are there things that we can do almost universally in a bedroom to help us sleep better and also to maybe even manifest the things that we would like the the desires that we have while we're sleeping yeah oh my gosh so many things (laughs) tell me okay so one I think just like the atmosphere of your bedroom is really important um soft lighting uh color you can just like I've done it multiple times like you just google like psychology of color and it's like a crazy amount of supporting articles about how color impacts your mood and your energy and the way you feel so avoiding like super bright vibrant colors Mm -hmm. in the bedroom is important just because it's a place of kind of rejuvenation it's like coming home like to stillness to being soft um sensuality is for the bedroom so having like red or like bright orange or like (laughs) I don't know, cobalt blue, like not ideal for resting. Soft lighting. I personally use like a red light. Um, I have like the bulbs that switch colors, but um, when it's time for bed, I turn on the red light because it's like simulates like a sunset light. Um, So it also is like talking to your brain. It's like Mm -hmm. sending those signals to your brain that it's time to wind down. Fluorescent light, like LED lights or something really bright within the bedroom. It's it's waking you up. It's giving you like sunrise, you know, energy. Like it's giving you that signal to the brain that it's like time to be awake, like scrolling on our phones at night, like that blue light in your eyeballs (laughs) or like TV at night, like not great. Um, so lighting I think is really important as well. So I, um, don't turn on my overhead light at night. I use like my bedside table with the red light and you can, you can just use um like a lampshade that's more of a yellow hue um if you're trying to give more of like a soft lighting situation in the bedroom it's really important that both partners can access the bed equally and have their own space like a bedside tables like equal you don't want one partner to feel that that they're unbalanced in the bedroom while they're sleeping or just in the relationship so mm-hmm. If they can't access the bed, you know, if, if it's against the wall or something, you know, one person has to like climb over another person or <laughs> to get out or to get in and they don't have a place to, you know, put their water glass next to them. Like they're feeling not an, as an equal um, to mm-hmm. the person who's either on the outside or the inside, whatever the situation. Um, so equality, if you, if you are looking for equ- like true equality in your um, partnership, then making sure that each partner feels equally supported while they're sleeping is really important. Mm. Uh, This is part of more like the magic of home energetics. So you can look at the home, a room, your desk, and the mattress, like anything with the Bagua map. So the Bagua map is used in feng shui. It has nine centers. Each one has um, a correlating theme of life. There's career, relationship, personal energy, fame and reputation like helpful people I'll listen like there's a lot (laughs) there's nine um and so if you look at your mattress from the place that like the foot of the bed is where 
I usually look at it, right? Like that's where you would kind of enter the bed maybe. You can create those squares of the Bagua map on your mattress. And if you're calling in something specific, you can place an envelope. Um, I use red envelopes because red is a very attractive color to energy. It um, calls in, it, it creates like a spark of energy. So you can place an envelope, a red envelope. You can write your intentions on the envelope and maybe place a few coins or something that's like, it's like an energetic attraction point and you can write your intentions and you place it on in that area of the Bagua map under your mattress. Mm, That's like a very little magic trick. (laughs) This is a good tip. Oh, these are all so good. I even think about like the partnership and the bed and just how important the bed is and the spaces like for our own rejuvenation. But as you're talking about having equal sides for the partner, we spend so much time sleeping feeling like things aren't equal or things aren't even. And especially if you're the partner that feels like you're getting the short end of the stick, I would be really curious and interested to see where that echoes out in your relationship outside of the bedroom, outside of when you're sleeping. Um, Mm -hmm. Or even like how that echoes in your relationship, like in the bedroom, but like not sleeping, right? Like it's like, I'm curious. I'm like, oh, and especially even if it's a subconscious thing, because um, I mean, you know this, but so much of the work we do in the spiritual space is, um, and just like the personal development space is, is accessing those subconscious beliefs, those unconscious beliefs that we have about ourselves or about those around us so that we can eliminate those that are not serving us. And if we're, if we're sleeping in or living in an environment that's producing unconscious beliefs, that's not serving us, it just makes sense that that would be echoing out into the rest of our lives. So it's like, so such simple things that we can do that might remediate the way that we're feeling, you know, I would be curious now for anyone listening to think about like where you sleep on your bed in relation to your partner and how you feel about your relationship. What if you don't have a partner and you want to call a partner in? I would say, so setting up the bed like that, like, you know, that there's equal sides that you have both have bedside tables, like as if you had a partner, like don't just like sleep straight up in the middle or, or maybe, you know, you do, but (laughs) have an intentional pillow, like next to them. There's not just one pillow on the bed. Like if you're really, truly calling in partnership, you should be able to envision them within that space. So if you're just alone sleeping in a twin bed with one pillow and you're like calling in a partner, where are they going to (laughs) sleep? So that, and then, you know, having that equal bedside table, I think is important because again, like that's like the, when you're sleeping or personally, like I put my water there, if I didn't have a place to put my water, like, you know, (laughs) you're not making space for me in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, So making space for that person energetically to be there, to take that space eventually. Um, Also, I use rose quartz a lot. This is a trick I sent to you. I sent you two rose quartz, but I know you have partnership, but putting a rose quartz on that bedside table, um, I use pairs of rose quartz when we're calling in partnership because rose quartz are a symbol of love, also self-love, but um, they just have a very loving energy to them. Um, And using pairs is again, calling in that other person. So what I would do is put a pair of rose quartz on that side of the bed that you would want that person to be, or put one rose quartz on either side of the bed. And then the trick that I sent you was since you are in partnership is to put the rose quartz underneath the bed where you both sleep. <laughs> so you're feeling that loving energy as you're sleeping, um, infusing into both of your bodies as you're sleeping next to each other, only to enhance that love uh, that you have between each other or for each other. Oh, this is so cool. And 
what comes to me is just like manifestation 101, but in such a real tangible way, it's like, you want to call on a partner. It's like, how can you set up your space in your environment? That's going to accommodate a partner. So, so that when a partner does show up, they have a place to put their water so that they feel like taken care of so that they feel like yeah. they have their own space so that they feel like they belong wherever they are with you. The last thing <laughs> I'll say about the bedroom that I should have mentioned earlier, that's really important is the command position of the bed. And we talked about this, like you were talking about the command position of your desk and feeling, you know, in control of the space and of your own energy as you sit at your desk. The same goes for the placement of the bed. So you want the bed to be facing any doors, um, not have its, you know, the door cutting into it or like, like opening directly next to it or behind it. Um, because the same thing while you're sleeping, your subconscious is supposed to be resting. But if you're constantly worried about somebody coming in behind you or to the side of your bed, um, that is not going to serve you. Your, your chi will be slowly dripping away as you're supposed to be rejuvenating it. Mm. and that can cause that can cause like anxiety like while you're trying to sleep or people that have like restless legs or like thoughts while they're sleeping they're laying they're trying to go to sleep um like that's not going to support that and command position is ideally where you can see the door is there is that all or is there a better way to optimize where we are command yeah you want to be able to see the doors you don't want any doors behind you or ideally any windows either because windows are also similar to doors in that they are opening um, openings for chi to come in so you ideally don't want any like direct windows directly behind you there, there's like a few other things I'd have to like kind of get really deep into it um, but the way I describe it is and this is how a lot of feng shui teachers describe it is like as a mafia boss in the movies like sits up in the back of the restaurant like they can see everything that's coming through the door. They can see all of the movement on the side in the kitchen. They can, it's like, there's nothing behind them that's going to like come out and get them or like whatever happens in those movies. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, they are in control of the room and, uh, and everyone knows that they're in control of the room. Mm. So wherever you can place yourself uh, in these important areas, like in the bed um, and at your desk, you know that you're in control of the room and you're not you're not confused about it. You don't feel like there's anything that can come from behind or the sides that could get you. And then what if, what if you're in a position in your room? And I think about this for so many people specifically with offices, but even bedrooms where like someone's adamant, like, no, the bed looks the best here. It feels the best here. Or like, no, my desk really needs to be against the wall. Um, what would you advise for those people? Like, is there anything that you can do to calm the self subconsciously? There are absolutely other things that you can do to adjust the space. Um, one thing is the use of feng shui crystals, which are those hanging crystal balls. Um, people sometimes call them like a sun catcher. Um, they hang and they hang down and they are like chi dispensers, like mm -hmm. chi changers. They will disperse the chi all around. It's, they're multifaceted. So the energy that's coming through the door um it will in theory hit that crystal ball and kind of just be dispersed throughout the room as opposed to directly going straight for the bed or directly straight to your desk one thing i will say about people 
that do not want to change their desk not that they like couldn't but they're like no I like it against the wall you know I I want more of an open space or something like that I think my question would be like okay are you ready for like opportunities are you ready for like new projects are you really ready to kind of excel in your career or are you really trying to stay comfortable where you are like that's perfectly fine and you know if you're really enjoying where you are and you're not looking to you know move on to that next big thing that's fine you can stay with your desk against the wall but if you really truly are like, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid that it's going to give you too much power, that it's going to give you too much confidence, that, y- you know, you aren't ready for that type of energy of feeling really truly in command and in control of your whatever you're working on and your forward progress in your job? So I think there's like a little bit of resistance that maybe could be evaluated there in the subconscious of like, are, okay, are you really just not, maybe you're just not ready. And that's perfectly fine. Like No one needs to be forced into that. But I think it's just kind of a thought process that you could maybe just ask yourself, like, maybe I'm just not ready for this and that's okay. And maybe in three months, or maybe I just need to do it and see how it feels and you will feel the difference. this is so okay I love this so much this is also like one just another example of bringing like spiritual magic and just reflection and the power of self-awareness into just the way that we operate in our space Um, that's the first thing I think of and the second thing is wow if we want to be in command of our lives of our careers of our um, relationships even if we want to be more in that power position or more in control why would we not outwardly express that or be that um and when we're not outwardly because I think a lot of times we can say that we have these desires and then it's not always easy to do like the action we were just talking about this at the beginning it's not always easy to have the action um that follows through with our desires or with the things that we want right like it's really easy to hold in our hearts a goal or um, something that we'd like to receive a desire but sometimes it's not super easy to take the steps to get that and Mm -hmm. whenever we can't take those steps it's important to reflect and be like why why am I not taking these steps yeah I mean it's not like the simplest like it's not a simple fix of course there's so much that goes into it but it it's symbolic of of you feeling worthy to take on that new power and that new direction so I think that worthiness that you mentioned like that's really a key Mm, yeah so so if somebody were say gunning for a promotion at work do you think shifting the position of their desk would make a difference yeah I do. Yeah. I think, I think that anything you can do, if you're really reaching for something next level, like anything you can do to make yourself more confident, feel more powerful. They talk about, you know, standing in the mirror with your hands on your hips in the Superman position before like an interview or before a pitch. It's that's like what command position is, but all day. Wow. That's really powerful. Oh, and it's such, it's so true. So this is another thing I want to emphasize of like, who was I? I was listening to either a podcast or I'm not sure what it was the other day. I was like, I'm pretty sure I was listening to something, maybe something on Instagram about all of the different ways we can incrementally optimize our lives or our performance in certain areas. And I was talking specifically about, I think like um, a professional like road biker who 
like has a massage therapist that travels around with them, like has like all like the highest tech bike that they can possibly have that um, wears these special shorts that keep the muscles warm at like optimal warmth so that when they're biking, they get the most out of their biking. It was like all of these little tiny things. And the point behind that was, you know, do you, do you think all of these things add a whole lot or make a huge difference? And the answer was like, no, but like, why would you not take every incremental optimization that you can so that you can feel more comfortable, feel more confident, perform even better, even if that performance is just like a little bit better, right? Like, why would you not do that? And I think as you're talking to me about the things we do in our homes, I think, why would we not do that as well of like, if we want a promotion, why would we not sit in command position, right? Or if if um, we're looking to change our lives in a particular way, or maybe like ease anxiety or depression or um, allow ourselves to be more rejuvenated or feel more comfortable at home, why would we not, you know, move things around in a way that would make us feel that, that would make us experience that. And I love this so much of what you said of anything that we can do to make ourselves feel more confident and more worthy is worth it. So what's one thing we can do that everybody can do in their home, like right now, if they want to uplift the way they're feeling? Sweep your front porch. Again, the front of your home is the mouth of sheets, the mouth. It's what calls in. It's what breathes in the energy of the universe. So if that is like dirty, has like leaves or debris or like a decaying welcome mat or, you know, something that's not nice to to come into for energy to be drawn to then why would energy come to you and energy is is abundance is opportunities is people relationships it's so many things when I just say energy like I mean everything so if the energy is not attracted to coming towards your door because it's got this like stagnant chi of this like debris um you're not going to receive those things it's not, mm-hmm. it's like receiving mail. Like the mailman's not going to want to come drop it off on your door. The mailman being the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I like to do it very intentionally on the first of every month. And I'll use like a little cinnamon, and like, you know, do a little ritual with it, but you could do it at any time. Just sweep the front porch or the, the front step. What are some things you're calling in right now? And how is that reflected in your home, your space? So- I feel like a lot of things as I've been like diving deeper and, you know, helping others and just learning so much more, which I love about feng shui is like, you're constantly learning, um, in the practice as you're practicing. Um, so I like to use the helpful people when I'm calling in, um, collaborations, partnerships in life and business, as well as like new clients and also travel opportunities, things that I want to go do, see experience. So Metal is the um, element of that gua. So I recently added a metal mirror to this gua. It's also a circle mirror. So circle is also the um, shape of this gua. So I'm calling in helpful people into my life and in the form of partnerships and collaborations. It's something, hello, this podcast Um, that I am looking forward to as I continue to build my business and share home energetics with others is working with helpful people. Um, So that's what I've done. The most recent, I literally did this this week, which is why it's like top of mind. So that's my most recent adjustment that I've done um, that I'm excited about that I'm calling in. One example I was thinking about earlier of, of an adjustment that I did that I saw direct results from um, was 
adjusting the career center of my home when my boyfriend Ash was looking to go to business school and when I was starting this business because this is the career that I want um you know I was really looking to jumpstart that or just pour energy into it and to um create it so I adjusted the career gua by adding black pillows with wavy lines <laughs> the reason I did that is because black is the color of the squaw and wavy is the shape so the water element in feng shui is symbolized uh, by the color black or dark dark navy blue um, and water is depth it's um, it's like knowledge and emotion and when you infuse that into your purpose which I feel this is my purpose, um, you can really activate that um, that projected abundance and, and just forward motion. Mm. So by adding those pillows onto my couch, Ash got into business school. He's in his second year and I opened an LLC. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. And I didn't know this. This makes so much sense, right? By adding depth, knowledge, and emotion into the our purpose, like infusing these things in our purpose, of course they would propel us, right? Of course they would propel our purpose. And it's really cool that we could do this in a way that is again, just tangible, like something that reminds us on a regular basis of what it is that we're here to do, like how impactful that is for us and how much that helps and supports us. Um, what I think about almost is like a friend or accountability person that you have that reminds you of like, Hey, this is the path you're on. And this is what you're here to do. Right. Like as we move things around in our house and our homes and have this intention, I feel so much that that infuses and reminds us yeah. of what it is that we came here to do, which of course will propel us forward. And then on top of that, we have all the support behind us. So I love that. Um, so what about work with work that you've done with clients? Like, do you have any like unusual or interesting cases that you've recently helped people with yeah I think my most recent well I have two really interesting ones that I think are applicable so one the first one I ever did was for my good friend Audrey and she is trying to have a baby and she was you know having difficulty and so with that we, I went into her home, looked at her home, did the, we did a full house overview and we made a lot of adjustments, um, to her personal chi area to optimize her health and well being, And then also to the family and to the children gua. So there's two separate, the family gua is more for new beginning. It's for it's family and new beginnings. And it's also for like ancestor connection and support. Um, helpful people can also be ancestor connection and support, but that's a separate thing. And so then also on the other side of that is that goal I was talking about earlier, that is children, the legacy goal, children, completion, um, and creativity. And so we went like, she has three floors. We went to every floor and we talked about the energy that is in those areas and what we can do to optimize and the optimization of her own personal energy and just feeling how she feels at home um, when she's there to support her through this journey. And a mm -hmm. lot of people go through that journey um, and as stressful as whether it's infertility or, or just, you know, the idea, the stress of wanting to have a baby, like I can only imagine how much you're taking on just with that idea of starting a family. So feeling calm and balanced within the home environment as you start that journey, like, again, it can only help. 
the other example that I have that was really interesting was um, one of my clients' houses was shot during a drive-by shooting um, in her neighborhood. Um, And that is incredibly traumatic. Like, you know, a bullet actually multiple, I think, two hit her house. And that's so scary. She has young kids. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's terrifying to think that. And unfortunately, you know, gun violence is a thing. We live in a city and any it could happen to anyone. In, in theory, guns are everywhere, unfortunately. So, you know, things like that are so traumatic. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, not everyone's house is going to get shot, but an intruder or mm-hmm. just a really traumatic event that happens, whether it's inside your house, outside your house, or in your neighborhood, makes you feel in question. You know, it makes you unsure of your safety in your home. And that's not a way that anyone wants to feel is unsafe within the place that they're supposed to find refuge. So for her home energetics, the full intention to do a full cleanse um, and we'll be doing a crystal grid um, for protection. So mm-hmm. an energetic protection surrounding her entire home for anything that could come through that barrier, whether that's a bullet or a person or just a negative energy. So we'll be doing a crystal grid around her entire property, as well as all of the windows that face the street Mm -hmm. Um, and cleansing and removing anything negative within the home that has kind of made its way in through that experience Um, that we'll be doing with that. We'll be doing the um, tracing the nine stars, which is a feng shui adjustment. I have one beginner's guide to home energetics. So if anyone listening would like to do the tracing of the nine stars themselves that's within that guide you can download it (laughs) um and it's really simple to do and it completely changes the energy of the home by moving through every single area of the home and bringing your intentions um your prayers and your thoughts and and what you're trying to call in um to your home and just clearing anything negative out um so we'll be doing that and then we'll also be Uh, asking for support from her ancestors and her guidance Mm -hmm. team so she was looking to connect more with her ancestors and so we'll be creating um, an altar space so that she can call on that protection from her ancestors and her guidance team on a daily basis or weekly or whatever she feels oh I love this so much what a traumatic experience Um, and actually as you're saying this a couple things come to me of um, could we use feng shui and really home energetics. So like this, this mixed bag of experience and tools that you operate with, could we use that for homes that maybe have bad energy stuck in them? Or um, we hear about like paranormal activity that happens, or we hear um, just like even, I don't know, I've walked into homes before that have felt like even cold and drafty, right? Like I think um, whether or not everyone listening believes in, let's say like more paranormal activity, we all can relate to walking into a space that just feels cold, right? Or just feels like unwelcoming or just feels dark. Um, How might we use feng shui to help protect us and help us feel safe yeah so we can use feng shui and this is also where that like spiritual magic that I practice comes in so even before I was practicing feng shui I was clearing the energy of my home I lived in a really old home in DC and there was absolutely 
some weird things happening <laughs> if it wasn't my house it was like from the neighbors next door you just don't mm-hmm. know um but clearing out that energy opening the windows and asking whatever you're feeling is there to leave mm-hmm. that's just like a simple witch tip almost like mm-hmm. I think that's that's pretty universal in a lot of different practices um and treating the love treating the home with love and treating whatever that entity is with love not being um negative yourself in like combating that or addressing that if I was to experience a home with paranormal activity and um or an empty space that felt off I would absolutely first cleanse the energy uh with there's multiple things you can do to cleanse energy whether that's smoke cleansing orange cleansing spray salt is a great option as well um I would do my best well the intention is there it would happen like it it would leave um and I would ask it to leave in a nice way so that's what I would do first and then um bringing in positive intentions and chi so your own personal chi this is why it's important to maintain your own personal chi because you're going to be bringing that into the space um introducing yourself to the home so let's say you've bought a new home and it doesn't feel quite right when you're first there before you even move in like introduce yourself and and claim your intention so um before we moved upstairs my boyfriend and I did renovations we we're living in the basement <laughs> um with a puppy <laughs> <laughs> And before we moved upstairs, which is where we live now, um, I walked through and every room I, I like talked to the house, like even before we closed, I like was talking to the house saying like, mm-hmm. my name's JC, my partner's name is Ash and we plan to live here and we, you know, plan to live really happy lives here. And we are so excited to be here and we hope that your walls will hold us with love as we hope to give that back to you because mm-hmm. the house has its own energy. So um, just introducing yourself to the space is really important when we brought Cleo in I was like this is where you're gonna grow up and you know talking to the house like we have a new member Mm -hmm. so putting that there just as an introduction I think is really helpful like then allowing yourself to receive the feedback from the home if it's still Mm -hmm. feeling cold and and not welcoming um cleanse again (laughs) um and then invite in what you're looking to call in so um any of the guas that you're really looking for I would probably start with like personal chi and wellness just because it's the center and it affects all of the other guas um bringing in elements to uplift this particular area would be really helpful Mm, right like brighter colors and things that support you and and make you feel happy um, and warm in the space Mm, I love this and if people are still struggling could they reach out to you oh yeah of course (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that where you're going with that? <laughs> well, not really but I was like oh yeah like you know I think yeah. um because oftentimes I say this too even with my work at TCP is like you know almost all of my clients if they haven't already I encourage them to get like a tarot deck right um and I encourage I encourage almost everyone to read their own Akashic records and really be in their own intuition as much as possible um and that being said like I myself reach out to other readers all the time right um and so I think there's always this point in time in which, you know, we've done what we can do and additional support is never going to hurt, right? It's always mm-hmm. going to enhance. And so um, like I can speak even to this, like the benefits of working with you or working with a specialist, despite doing like tons of research is that you see so much more than the average person, right? So you have so much more experience than the average person on top of that in your offerings, you bring not just feng shui and the art and practice of feng shui but you bring this whole bag of experience that you have in all of these other areas 
And then my absolute favorite thing in working with you was that you looked into my heritage. So I'm Korean. And so you looked into actual Korean practices and things that I might bring into my home that will help me tap into my ancestry and my own heritage. And um, I learned things about myself that I didn't know through working with you, which I thought was just um, really cool and really special. And so I don't know, I just think it's an edge that you bring and and it's a nice thing to consult. It's one thing to just have good feng shui, but if it's not intentional to what you're calling in or what you're looking to achieve, then it's not really going to support you to, to being your best self. So with your intention, you know, I took that very seriously in, in adjusting what specifically would support you in your intention. Um, mm-hmm. And I do that with everyone. So every single intake form has that question of what are your intentions here? And you then I use feng shui to support that. Is there anything that's off limits to feng shui? So like, are there any opportunities or intentions that just, you'd be like, no, there's nothing we can do? Well, if you're trying to do something bad, (laughs) (laughs) I would say no. (laughs) I love that so much. So like only if it's in our highest good, right? Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Highest good for yourself and all other beings. Mm, That's beautiful. And then, so if it's in our highest good, if it's um, a goal worth reaching for, there's always room for improvement, right? There's always room for. Yeah. There's so much you can do. And like, and I like we, I like what you said earlier when you were talking about the way that I approach something is different than the way you approach something. And I think we get really comfortable in our homes and we don't see it for what it is or what it has, or um, maybe you kind of start to overlook that pile in the corner or something. Um, you just don't notice it. So when I come in or when I see your floor plan, I'm like, I remember I asked you what's in this area. And you're like, Oh, that's where I keep my (laughs) vacuum. (laughs) I really love my vacuum. I was like, okay, like we can work with it. But like, you know, something that I wouldn't see, or you wouldn't see or recognize as like a space that is actually really important because that, that area was very important to your intention. Um, but it's like a place that you were just storing things, which is perfectly fine. We all have to store things. Like, I'm not going to tell you to remove all storage, but to be intentional about the way you store it. If it's a place that's really important to you, my, the upstairs, the closet in my boyfriend's office is our relationship wall. And I was like, we got to clean this out. (laughs) This is really important. (laughs) He's like, yeah, okay. So if people want to work with you, how can they do it? So I have a few different offerings. They range from whole house, uh, energetics, home energetics for in-person if you're in the DMV area. So like Washington, DC, Maryland, and Virginia. And then uh, virtual options for people that are outside of that radius. I will travel if invited. (laughs) I'm I'm always open to that. Someone asked me the other day, they're like, could you come to my Miami apartment? I was like, "Uh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) If compensated, of course, I'll do Mm -hmm. anything. Um, So I can do that as well. But um, whole house will include an entire overview, looking at your floor plans, and of course, discussing your intentions, discussing who lives in the house with you and and your heritage, like we talked about. There's a couple other questions in there, but just really looking at everything really in depth as it relates to you, because again, this is personalized. And then I also have... um, mini one room home energetic session. So I love these because it's kind of like dipping your toe in the water. If you have been listening to us go on about command position in the office and you're like, oh shit, my desk is not command. <laughs> Let's discuss. Um, so the mini is perfect for offices, bedrooms. We talked a lot about bedrooms today, kids rooms. 
I mean, mm-hmm. everyone wants like a happy kid. Mm-hmm. Kids rooms or living rooms, if you're spending a lot of time in your living room and it's just not feeling right. Dining rooms, like any one area you can think of. Um, backyards, like mm-hmm. outdoor energy is really important as well. So there's a there's a lot you can do with that. And that's just really easy to kind of start if you're not really interested in doing or not ready for a full house, um, just to start with one specific area. And then also if you are a realtor or if you are looking, if you're working with a realtor, if you know realtor, um, I do real estate home energetics as well. So that's for buying and selling, but for selling really important, um, talk a lot about cleansing today and that energy. So the energy that someone sees when they first come to look at a house is so important. Mm. The other day I went to an open house and there were cobwebs and spiders all over the house number. And I was like, front door people this is really important <laughs> like this is not okay but you know I, I brought it to their attention I was like you know just from a feng shui standpoint this is not ideal there's a lot of other things that we can talk about but so many things with real estate for buying and selling but to really achieve those goals that the seller has and to whether it's get the right price expedite if you want you know zero inspection or like if you want above ask or if you want um like one month closing or rent back or something like that, you know, there's goals within everything. So um, like that experience of home energetics within the selling of real estate is, is really important. And then I love on the other side for people that are buying to evaluate home energetics before they buy um, just to take it into consideration. Or if you've just purchased before you move in, that is like optimal, optimal time. Yeah. So for me, I booked a full, did I do a full home? Yeah, I did a full home yeah. with you. Um, I rem- I was like, wait, because I remember I, I like booked the deal. I got half off. That was really <laughs> nice. Um, but it was so cool. And what I would say for anyone who wants to dip their toes in, um, the full house is amazing. And like the mini room would be so great because like I'm still, it's been a couple months and I'm still like adding things and like I'm like constantly referencing so I I did the option where you can get a gift box so like if anyone's listening and you're thinking about doing a virtual option get the gift box because it's like really really good I got so much good stuff in the mail oh my goodness um it was worth it and um yeah and so and then even then I've been like going to you know every time I go to the store every time I go to like the home improvement store I'm like constantly getting things and thinking about how I want to place them in my house and what they what they want to look like and it's like every single time I talk to you every single time I reference our notes, I'm like so excited to go do things. Like even as you were talking about sweeping the front porch, I was like, oh shit, I like still need to redo my door. <laughs> like that's still like on my list. And I'm like, oh, I need to do that right away. Um, but I say all of this in that if you already know there's a lot that you want to do with your house, um, the mini room is such a great option because it might be less overwhelming, but like allow you to get so much done. Um, however, I will say like, you might get addicted in that way. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and then true. you might have to do one for every single room. So like maybe the whole home is the best. That would be more economical, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think I love that when you were like at the store, you're like, what color do we say? Like, what should I be painting? Oh, we talked about black. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, for these reasons. And of course, like anyone that works with me can always reach out if there's something that we discussed or that I provided within the home energetic session that you're, you know, starting to tackle at a later date. And I do recommend like, just because we go over your entire house doesn't mean that you like flip your house within a weekend like make these changes intentionally over time and just remain consistent in your practice and you will see 
the benefits over time. It's not going to be like you flip your house in a weekend and, and the next day, like you're pregnant and you have two job offers, like for a lot of money or something like it's, the, it's, it's slower and it's more intentional than that. And it's really important to maintain that consistency to see the benefits over time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spiritual 9 to 5 podcast hosted by myself, Marie Groover of The Corporate Psychic. It is my honor to have guests like JC on this show. Check the show notes for how you might work with JC and link into her free resources or even book a home energetic session. As for the pod, like and follow if it resonated and share this with one person who may connect with this work. Don't forget, I'm leaving social media So anything that you can do to help me spread the word about my work or this show would mean so much more than it ever has.